0: Hello, my faithful and fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. Be back. Um, I think this is season three, episode 10, I think. Is it? I think it's episode 10 of season three. I don't know, but welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing, Nothing Less. Um, damn, man, what's going on with me? I usually like to use my intro as well just to fill y'all in on things. I'm not. No, actually, you know what? I am going to talk about it. I'm talking about it because we had. um... So I told y'all how I got a little league team, right? All right. So at first, I wasn't going to talk about it because I'm like, you know what? It's water under the bridge, you know what I'm saying, all that stuff. But, nah, man, I got got to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. I'm also going to talk about, um, let's see. I got on Twitter a couple days ago. Uh, has it really been? I don't really care about the Terry Crews thing. Not really. I might talk about Diddy and Mace. I might talk about that. Um... Yeah, yo. Outside of that, there ain't much going on, bro. Or maybe I just don't dive deep enough into the Twitterverse. That could be it. That could be it. And I'm trying to think if I saw some posts on Twitter that made me go like, "Yo, I got to talk about that." But I can't. I can't think of anything. I, I I really haven't been deep into Twitter this past week, so I really don't know what's going on. I listened to the Joe Budden podcast this morning, but I don't know. I don't know. I really can't think of anything that's going on, really, to be perfectly honest with y'all. But uh, shout out to Oseta Brand. Make sure y'all go follow them on Instagram. O S I T A Brand, all one word. Shout out to Latos and Sauce Sauce. I forgot to get What Occasions new. Um, hold on. I'm gonna look for it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna look for it. Um. What occasion's new uh I told you how What Occasion has a new Instagram name. So I'm I'm trying to hold on. That's it. Accustomed to travel. Make sure y'all go follow them. They 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 changed it to Accustomed, so it's no longer what occasion. It's accustomed to travel. Make sure y'all go follow them. All one word, accustomed to travel. A C C U S T O M E D T O T R A v-e-l accustomed to travel all one word for all your traveling needs um and shout out to late hot sauce as well make sure you all go shop at com. also you can follow them on instagram at late chosa's hot sauce make sure you all, all one word um yeah i don't know but there hasn't been much has there Again, like I said, I haven't really been deep diving into Twitter this past week. Um Yeah, I don't yeah. <laughs> I really I really don't have much of I think I I don't know, I can't think. I'll have to look at my feed first, like my timeline on Twitter first, but I really can't think of anything to talk about besides my sports Besides my little league basketball team. Outside of that. Oh yeah, and the Diddy stuff. Uh, I, I think that I think that's good. That's good enough. That's good enough. We can rock with that. I think we can rock with that. But yeah, as far as me personally, I don't know. I really can't I really don't think that there's much that's really going on. So I don't know. Uh I, I, I ain't really got much. I don't know. Now I know you've been enjoying this episode. And you're probably thinking in your head right now, damn, Apex, what is it now? What, what, what do you got to tell me about now? I need to tell you about recording your own podcast and getting it distributed only by using Anchor. All right, so, so let me explain. See, first off, it's free. Also, there are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, CastBox FM, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, and that is Anchor. So make sure you go download the free, free Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright, so the game on Saturday, we lost. The referees cheated. Blah 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 blah. I don't care about that anymore. So look, check it out. Um I'm listening I was listening to the uh Joe Bunn podcast right now. I started thinking like, fam, there's a couple things that I can talk about. Now that I think about it, right? So Let's get into the Diddy. No, no, no. You know what? Bump that. Gail King. I forgot that this happened, to be honest. I completely forgot until I went back and listened to the Joe Budden podcast a little bit more while I finished the episode out. Gail King. I forgot that this happened. Completely out of line for that, G. She was way out of line for that. How are you going to straight up bring up, and not only Gail King either, it's not only Gail King, there's been a few other uh, media outlets, I've been seeing it on Twitter too, bringing up what happened in 03 with Kobe and, and the situation in Denver, right? How he was accused of raping and all that stuff. I don't quite remember how that case went, because I was only 12 at the time, but I think he was he was found innocent I don't even think he was acquitted he was found innocent I think that's what happened right he wasn't even acquitted Ben Roethlisberger was acquitted Kobe was found innocent but they're making this whole oh what happened with like Dale King is nasty for that she was nasty for that for bringing that up he's dead he is dead who gave you these questions to ask? I don't know who the producer is of like when she conducts these interviews, because it wasn't like just some separate Gail King um, Harpo production. Like because she's a um, news anchor for uh, this for CBS in the morning, right, or something like that. I don't know who the. Who the producer is? Maybe it is Gail King who's the producer. I don't know who's the producer. But whoever's the producer, they're nasty too. They're nasty too. Um, to ask Lisa Leslie, someone who uh, was a great friend, Kobe. I think when did the WNBA start? I think the WNBA started in '95. I think I don't I don't remember when the WNBA started. But you know what I'm saying? You got the LA connection with Kobe, Lisa Leslie, roughly about the same age. I think Lisa Leslie may be a bit older, but they're they're roughly about the same age. Got the LA connection and everything like that. And they got the LA connection. And I think that um I don't remember what year that was when WNBA started, but it was in the late 90s. So, anyway, uh, you know what I'm saying? Lisa Leslie, you know what I'm saying? I think the Sparks play at Staples Center, too. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got the LA connection there. And um, also, not for nothing, Lisa Leslie is the greatest WNBA player to ever play. Maya Moore is second to me. Candace Parker is third. Sue Bird's fourth, um, I forgot any anyway, this has nothing to do with anything anyway, um, so you know what I'm saying, they got the l a connection thing, you know what I'm saying they got all that, so for Gail King to bring that up, like I didn't watch it, I just heard it, you know what I'm saying i didn't I didn't see, but it sounded like Lisa Leslie. Wants to kick Gail King in the face for for a for bringing that up. B he was found innocent, and so Lisa Leslie said something that you know what I'm saying that I feel like needs to be expressed even like more thoroughly. Um, <clears throat> how a black man he he was he's found innocent and he's still presumed guilty. Like, he's still being treated. Like, he is dead. That happened 17 years ago. 17 years ago. So, Gail King had no respect for Kobe. And almost two decades of it passing. Um, no respect for the dead. No respect for Kobe's family. No respect for the girl who... Went through now. Granted, Kobe was found, um, uh, uh, found innocent. No respect for the other one, the, for the woman that was involved, nothing like it was completely classless, it was tasteless, it was disgusting, it was nasty, it was disturbing. It's been two weeks, it's been 15 days since Kobe has died, right? 15 days. So for her to get into the whole bag, like, and then she's gonna tell Lisa Lazy, like, well, you know, he I mean y'all were friends, so you you're not gonna see him be aggressive with women and all this other stuff. Like, I'm I have to bury my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm burying a friend here. Like, it, it's just it's nasty. It's nasty. And Oprah throws her cape on, runs to Gail King's aid, which I guess you would do as a friend. So I don't understand why Gail King would expect something different from Lisa Leslie if Kobe is her friend. I'm going to rock with my homie for one. And two, he was found innocent. What are you talking about? What's the issue here? He was found innocent. Y'all sitting up here rocking and rolling on this for what? Like, he was found innocent. Move around, Duke. Like Gal can nasty for that. She nasty. And like I know we were like championing her for how she conducted the how she how she conducted herself and how she held that interview um, against not against but she was holding an interview with R. Kelly. The way she was holding that together. So like, no, say so we like, yo, Gail King held it together like a G and all that stuff. And it's like, I don't know, to see her treat do Kobe like, and she didn't even do R. Kelly away. And plus, R. Kelly is one thousand million times more guilty than Kobe was. You know what I'm mean? saying? So that's cool. I get it. He's a black man, whatever, whatever, whatever. We don't care about your image. You were touching on little girls. You know what I'm saying? You drill them. You you hardball them. You do all that stuff. Kobe was found innocent. Kobe is dead. And like Lisa Leslie has said, like, it doesn't make any sense that after 17 years, now y'all want to bring this back up. After he's dead, and he can't. He can't answer questions. He can't defend himself. His wife and his three daughters have to now bury him. And then he has a daughter who's 17, 18 years old, who's hearing all of this. Alright, come on, man. And for it to come from Gayle King, I think that put Lisa Leslie in a peculiar situation where she probably didn't even know how to handle herself. Because it's like, why are you doing it? Like, I feel like Lisa Leslie wanted to ask her that, like, why are you doing this? You? I think it was just coming from a white reporter. Lisa Leslie's probably would have lost her marbles, bro. Like she would have lost it. She would I I think Lisa Leslie would have went off. For real. Not like cussing them out man like that, but I think she would've went off like, fam, we're not doing this. Kobe's dead. Like, but I think it was such a shock coming from Gail King, where Lisa Leslie kind of she answered it, but then you heard the disappointment in her voice like y'all you y'all had all this time to talk about it before he died now why why wait till now he's been retired for 4 years it was just nasty just nasty behavior like he, this was almost 20 years ago the man's dead him and his daughter it, it, it's just simply out of respect for him and his family to to bring that up, and I don't know when the interview took place, but it had to have taken place, you know, days before the, um, not days before, but it well, yeah, days before it aired. So Kobe probably wasn't even dead for two weeks by the time that you know what I'm saying. By the time they did the interview, so this is just nasty behavior. It's just nasty. And if, if Gail King is the producer, or if Oprah was I don't think Oprah was a producer, but if Gail King was the producer, she that part of the interview she didn't have to give to CBS. And and CBS to use that clip as a way to reel you in, to watch the interview, to to, to use that clip as the trailer on their YouTube channel. So, so for one, they're monetizing off of this, for one thing. They're monetizing off the fact that you're trying to hang that over his legacy and everything that he's done. Even outside of basketball. Like, you want to grab, you know, like, why, why are you bringing up the good, the bad, the ugly? Like, he died. He was found innocent. Now, maybe he was acquitted. I don't know. But if someone is found Guilty of an atrocious act, like murder, rape, child molestation, something like that. All right, cool. Bring it up. Even if they're dead, bring it up. That's fine. Because they killed their own perception and their own character that we've seen on TV and how we see them. They killed that. But if someone's found innocent, not even if they're, like, acquitted, not even that. If they're found innocent, fam, leave it alone. Cause Lisa Leslie even said like, no black man can be found innocent or something. But it's the fact that you were still accused of something. People still bring it up. Like there, there's no there's no shaking it. There's no getting rid of it. The, the stigma is still on you, even if you're found innocent, and that's messed up. You know what I mean? Like, like thought he died on a helicopter probably with his daughter in his arms 13 year old daughter who had dreams of joining the WNBA and playing basketball like her dad he was coaching and, and then on top of that other families were on that so to even bring up that he did this is a disservice to Kobe and his family his daughter and to the other victims that were on that helicopter the pilot the other fan like there's kids out there who don't have a parent come home because of that. And you have the nerve to bring that up. And and even before the Gail King interview, I was seeing people bring up what well, Kobe... Like, come on. He was... Like, why? What good is that doing? Now, I said this before on one of my episodes. Like, if people are going to mourn Kobe, let them, No matter how long it takes, if they want to put up... um memorials, videos on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, let them, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Let let people mourn how they want to mourn for how long? Because you may be over something because maybe that celebrity or whatever didn't leave such a huge impact on your life. Like, I I hated Kobe growing up. You know what I'm saying? And I I talked about this before. I I hated Kobe growing up because I was like, oh, man, he just want to be... He just want to be Jordan, you know what I'm saying? All this other stuff. Shaq won those championships, not Kobe. LeBron's better. Allen Iverson is better. I used to say T-Mac was better, like, but T-Mac suffered injuries and all this other stuff. Like, it was when he retired. That's when I was like, I cool. I was just hating back then, Kobe the man. But when he died, like, yeah, that that messed me up for for. I'll probably say that a whole week for a whole week. The first three days, I was like, there's no way that that actually happened. By day eight, I was kind of like, all right, man, like you know what I'm saying, Kobe not here. When I saw um, uh, Vanessa post, you know what the day of the memorial service, February 24th, 2020, uh, it just lined up that way. You know, uh, Gianna's jersey number was number two. February is the second month. Kobe wore number twenty four The funeral is on the twenty fourth and the year is twenty twenty Kobe played twenty years with the Lakers. It just lines up like that two twenty four twenty It just lined up that way um I got sad all over again, like because to me once you have the funeral, and I you know what I'm saying my father passed away when I was fifteen, and it still hurts still, you know what I'm saying. But it's something about having that funeral is like the final, part in the pun, because there's no pun intended, Um, it's the final knell in the coffin, you know, that's, that's almost like the final goodbye, that's almost like, that's the last, like, time that that person is above ground, you know what I mean, like, that you like, that's the final goodbye. That's how it feels. is when you have a funeral. Like I feel like after the funeral is when, is when you have to begin taking steps forward in healing, and rebuilding, and in processing everything that happened. Not even in processing, but in healing and in rebuilding. Um. Is 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 that is that day? It's that day after that, like, you got to start taking steps forward because at that point then is when you have to begin to, as as cold as it sounds, you have to begin uh, moving on with your life. You have to start taking steps forward, you know, you can't just sit in it for too much longer. Because it'll probably take about, you know what I'm saying, four or five days to plan a funeral, you know what I'm saying? So don't have the whole time you're so and you, and I'm not saying don't cry or be sad. You can be. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's okay. But you also have to take the steps forward, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and move on and continue your continue your life and be more thankful for every morning for every morning that you wake up, you know. Um but, yeah, no, man. I, I, um, still, man, prayers and condolences to the Bryan family and to all the other families that lost loved ones in that helicopter crash. Gail King, you, you, you trash for that, for real. Like, I, taking down the interview at this point, I don't know. Maybe it won't matter as much anymore, but, um, you were out of line for the line of questioning. And Snoop. I listened to the uh Joe Budden podcast and one of the co hosts on there name is Maul. And he was saying how disappointing in Snoop he was because um, you know, a black man calling a black woman out her name when she was like kinda kinda doing her job. And I'm paraphrasing here. Gail King was kinda doing her job, Snoop called her out of line and Maul was saying that he's disappointed in Gail King, he's also disappointed in Snoop because Snoop reacted irrational. But Maul didn't have the relationship with Kobe the way Snoop probably had with Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Snoop talked about how when he came into the rap scene, Kobe was kind of, you know what I'm saying, coming to him, coming into the league. Kobe's in L.A. Snoop was from L.A., South Central and all that, Long Beach. Um... Uh, Snoop is a die-hard Laker fan, and all this, other, so, you know what I'm saying? So, and, so they probably linked up a few times, you know. And, and Snoop is much older than Kobe by like, by like what, seven, eight years? So like he's older than Kobe, you know what I'm saying? So, Snoop might be fifty by now, but you know what I'm saying? But there was still, but at that time in '96, Kobe was 17, 18 years old. Uh Snoop was probably like twenty six probably, so like still relatively young, you know what I mean? So they'll of hanging out, yo, you the rapper, or, you know, I'm the rapper, you the basketball player. Like there's always a dynamic there between rappers and basketball players. Mainly because they're both black and they're both perceived to be a way or whatever. But um Yeah, so like Snoop had Probably a deeper love for Kobe on a personal level, whereas with Maul, Maul didn't even say he never met Kobe before. Like, he never met him. Like, shook hands, yo, on Maul, blah, 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 Like, he just went to games and saw him play. That was really it. So, he was he was just a fan. Right? Snoop probably had a connection with Kobe. So, for Gail King to do that, I, I don't blame Snoop for reacting that way. Like, if one of my cousins who passed away, or my dad that passed away, or... I had a couple friends that passed away. If their past was brought up, like, oh, what about this? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm wigging out on you. Like, fam, that person is dead. Kobe not even buried yet. Don't be. And then plus, he was found innocent. Like, what, what difference does it make at this point? What does it matter? Um. Yeah, so the the connection there, and I wouldn't have blamed Lisa Leslie if she went out on Gayle King. Lisa Leslie kept her stuff together, so I, I wouldn't have blamed her if she did. Gayle King was completely out of line for that, man. She is nasty for that, and I saw that she made some type of video, I guess, moonwalking back on and maybe apologizing. I don't care. I don't even care to watch it. I didn't watch the video clip. I saw people talking about it on Twitter, and I'm like, man, I'm not giving that my view. You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving that my view. Uh, stop watching it. Like, stop watching it. Even if you're commenting under it, because sometimes with, with media, they don't care about how you feel about what they put out. They just looking at the traffic that it's getting. Like, with the news, it's their job to be um, thought-provoking. That, that, that's the point of media, is it's to be thought-provoking. Whether you're on this side or on that side. All they care about is the um, analytics and the numbers of everything. That's all they care about. Even in podcasting. It's the same thing with podcasting. I don't care about what I say or how y'all feel about it. I'm just going to give my thought on it. And if you comment, if you dislike. But it's the fact that people listen. People are watching. You know what I'm saying? And you're giving your opinion on it. Not everybody's going to like what you say. Not everybody's going to dislike what you say. It's about the analytics, and it's about the numbers, and it's about the traffic that you get. It's, just, it's, it's That's what it is. It's the same thing with anything that you post on social media. Some people may find it offensive. It doesn't matter because look at all of the other likes that I got. Look at the comments I'm getting. Look at the analytics. That's, that's what people care about at this point. It's the numbers. If you're trying to be a profitable person media outlet, the only thing that matters is the traffic. It doesn't matter if people like it. It's about the analytics, the numbers. It's not even the number of likes. It's about the numbers. It's about how many people watched it. Not how many people liked it or disliked it. It's about how many people viewed it, how many people listened to it. It's about traffic. It's about traffic. That's all that matters. So CBS is like, oh, cool. I mean, you got all these other social media platforms posting it and sharing it on their platform, which is causing people to go watch the whole interview which is causing them to talk about it on their podcast or their YouTube channel or on their Twitter account, their Facebook, their Instagram, which is causing someone else to go watch a video so that they can give their take on it. They don't care about how you feel. It's just about the fact that you watched it. Sometimes you have to look at the title of things and just move on because I don't even know what the title was of what CBS put up. You know what I'm saying to let people know, like, yo, yeah, King, da 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 da. Stop posting things, stop sharing it, because things like TMZ and Shade Room will go away. Now I don't know how true it is that TMZ reported that Kobe and Gianna died in the helicopter, because people are saying that they reported that before before um, Vanessa even knew, and Vanessa found out through TMZ type thing. I don't know how true that is. I don't know how true that is. Matter of fact, I don't think that that's true. I really don't, because when the helicopter went down, no one knew who was on that helicopter. Fire department comes, which means that the police came. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I I don't think, I don't think TMZ was the first one to report it that Kobe died and that's how Vanessa knew. I really don't think so. I don't think so. For real. I don't think so. I think the police knew. And they made the way to the Bryan household. That's just me. I I don't think that that's how she found out. But I could be wrong. And I hope that I'm not wrong. Because I would hate for her to find out through TMZ. I would hate that. But I, I, I hope that I'm right. That I don't think that that's how that happened. Um, I mean, the, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter to be perfectly honest. It all still hurts the same, to be perfectly honest. It, it, I, to me, it still all hurts the same. Um, yeah, Gail King, you nasty, uh, CBS this is to be expected from them. They're a news outlet. They don't care about how accurate things are reported and not just CBS but any news outlet. You don't care about how news is reported. You don't care about it. You just care about getting the, um, not the confrontational, but I, I can't even think of the word I'm looking for right now. But um, you, you want that groundbreaking, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to be the one that's being talked about, whether it's good or bad. Now, I know that people, like, there's a saying, like, um, all press is good press. I don't think that that's the case unless you're in the press. Then it doesn't matter. TMZ don't care. TMZ doesn't care. Because at the end of the day, people are going to still go to TMZ for things. People are still going to go to Shade Room for things. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, Fox News, what like whatever. It doesn't matter. You're still going to go to these news outlets because you need the scoop. You need the tea. You need the dirt sheets on everything. So to me, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I didn't want to talk about the Gale King thing this long, but it's it's whatever at this point. Um but yeah, Gail King, you are nasty, 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 nasty for that. You are nasty for that. Like, come on. Like, at least do your due diligence to protect. His name and his legacy. being a black woman, for real. Like, when are we going to start looking out for each other? Like, no cap, man, for real. I hope everybody is enjoying this episode so far, but allow me to take one minute of your time and talk to you about something very important. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can even match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. I don't have a fancy setup. I don't have a studio. It's just me, my iPad, and I hit record. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm/.start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm/.start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now, I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game, They chose us Hot Sauce. And you can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosas Hot Sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S Hot Sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram. At LeChosa's Hot Sauce. Again, it's sauce.com. Pick up a bottle and let them know that Podcast About Nothing sent you. So I know I talked about that Gail King interview and I feel like I talked about that a little too long. Because I had wanted to kind of split it down the middle, but you know what I'm saying, it's whatever, time restrictions. Um, so this segment is not going to be too too long. Um, I, I'm not I'm not going to do too much of a deep dive in this. To be perfectly honest, I didn't even do a uh, deep dive and go really in-depth about the Gail King interview the way I wanted to, but it's fine. But uh, w- with this segment, I don't know. I, it's not going to be too long. Um, at the end of the day, did he give Macy's Publishing... Give that man his publishing, man. I think... I think the contract size... Because I think the contract size for Mace was 200000 I think. But Diddy made back $20 million off of Mace or something like that. Maybe I got the numbers wrong. But what Diddy paid Mace and invested in Mace... He made back like tenfold or something like that. Give that man this. You're. I kind of feel like this with contracts, right? Because I want to start up of a, a media team and I'm gonna have people sign contracts while I do. Like I handle the promotion, I handle the produce the uh, production, and I handle the promotion of my clients and everything like that. Just just being like an agent of some sort. And also being a media outlet for them. You know what I'm saying? If they do comedy, if they rap, if they sing, uh, if they really want to get to the acting bag. Or even if they do uh, podcasting themselves, I sign them. I do the promotion stuff for them. And I handle the production of things. And even if they want to do interviews with people, I, I'm the one that's reaching out. You know what I'm saying? like It's, a, it's an agency and it's management at the same time. I sign you to a contract and I invest my money into your product to help you get out there. Almost like seed money. I want back what I invest and maybe like a a 5% off of what you make for a certain amount of time. After that, your publishing. Like, I'm not going to be taking your publishing, though. To the point where I think it's like if Mace is, when Mace turns like 50, then he'll get it. Like, why why has it been so long? Harlem World came out in like 98. Look how long it's been. It's been 22 years. Mace have his publishing. I think Diddy said, like, he's supposed to get it back when he's... And I understand, like, well, when you sign a contract, you got to look at... You got to read the fine prints and all this other stuff. Fam, Mace don't have a law degree. Like, you're looking at back in back in the mid-90s when Mace was signed the Bible. And, and plus, Mace carried the torch. For bad boy. After Biggie died. He carried the torch. He started writing Diddy verses After Biggie died. Like. And I think Harlem World. His debut album went like three times platinum or something. Dog give that man his publishing man. Give him his publishing. That's ridiculous. It's the same thing with Birdman. That happened with Cash Money Young Money. And Lil Wayne was going to court on him. Because when like it was straight up with, with Burman, he straight up just wasn't paying people. Like he was withholding their money. And I, I, I think Loon had this same sentiment when it, it came to Diddy. Like, dog, give me my publishing. Like, diddy, you're a billionaire. Give that man his publishing. But at this point, look how long it's been. Like, Mace isn't actively making money. Not not making money. Mace isn't actively making music. Like, you got your hands on Revolt. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, you supposed to be my homie. Like, you you supposed to be my boy and all that stuff. Like, And I don't know, maybe at some point they had a falling out. I don't know. I have no idea. But get, dog, give him his publishing, dog. Like, for real. That's ridiculous. And I know you got to conduct business as a businessman, But at this point, man, like, given your status and your stature of where you are, dog, just let him have his publishing, man. Your bank account isn't going to crumble. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's not like Macy's going to, like, it's not like Harlem World is going to turn, that 20 mil into 20 bill. Like, dog, give him his publishing. Let him make money fully off of what he created. Yes, you you produced it. It's been over 20 years. Let him get his. Just let him have it. You got to watch these contracts as you sign. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Because I feel like people get afraid to ask questions because they don't want the deal. Or the offer to be withdrawn. And I understand that. But you gotta watch what you sign. Even with me and my production team and my management team and the agency, it's like, ask me questions about what you're signing. I'm gonna be 1000% honest with you. And if you feel like, no, man, that's jacked up, I don't wanna sign it, okay, don't sign it. And I'm I'm gonna renigge the contract, go back, make some edit points. Fix it up. That way I'm not losing clients. Because if people aren't signing. I'm not making money. So that means like okay. I'm poking too too many holes in their pocket. Now I'm not making anything. Because no one's signing. They are coming to you. They're coming to invest in you. They're coming to make money off of you. You have leverage. When people come to sign you. Yeah they're trying to throw you know what I'm saying six figures at you, at you, or or five. Even if it's um six figures, five figures, like they're still trying to make money off of you though. This is just a down payment, and I'm looking to make back and possibly double what I invest. You gotta look at that. Like, look, you're trying to invest in me. I believe in myself. No, I'm not what you offering me right here on the table. No, I'm, going, I'm not going to make that in 5 years. I bet you in 10 years I'll probably be sitting in the same seat you are. And You trying to offer me this right now, but I get it man like when you in a in a situation where you're struggling, you're unemployed or whatever, and somebody come to you with something with trying to buy your craft for $500,000, a million dollars, and you need that right now, I get it. But be mindful what you sign, man. Be careful what you uh, cuff yourself into because there may be a deeper, darker criminal link that that you're not seeing, that you overlooked. Just be mindful and be careful because they're looking to make a dollar off of you. You're looking to fulfill your dream. The spectrums are different. Just be careful. Be mindful. Don't be afraid to get a lawyer. Don't be afraid to tell my family, I need i I got to look this over within detail, like in detail, in depth. I need to look this over. I don't want to sign over my likeness because sometimes they'll throw that in there. Joe Budden talked about, uh, I don't know if y'all remember the uh, Def Jam Vendetta video game. So, all of the artists that were signed on Def Jam, the record label, they made a fighting game called Def Jam Vendetta, and they used the artists as fighters, and you can play them on a video game. And they'll fight each other, like Exhibit, Joe Budden. I forgot who else was signed to Def Jam. This this game came out in like 2002 or something like that, 2003. Uh, and I forgot who else was on that on that game, but um, I rented it once from uh gamestop anyway um yeah and joe Budden didn't make a, a penny off of that game because in their contracts the def jam record label contract this ain't no like def jam entertainment it's like def jam record label contract within those contracts nobody got paid off of that game because they signed over their likeness so those able to to use their likeness in that game def jam made money from it and what other gaming developer made the game, they got paid from it. Def Jam got paid from it, but Joe Bundan and Exhibit didn't because everybody on that game signed over their likeness when they signed to Def Jam. Those are things you gotta be mindful of. Be careful what you sign, be careful who you sign to. Do your research, do your homework. Has anyone ever had lawsuits against them because of, because of faults inside of contract clauses? Look over those things. Do some research. Don't just be quick to hop up and sign a contract because you're looking for them to sign a check. Be careful. But well, this has been another episode of podcast about nothing. I wanted to go more in depth with this, but you know, time is strange. This has been another episode of podcast about nothing. I've been your host, uh, The Apex. Until next time, we're thriving, we're striving, we're striding. Never be complacent. Always be consistent. Until the next time, everybody. Um, is that it? I think that's it. I, yeah, I, I think we're through. I'm going to drop this episode. I've recorded this episode kind of late, but until the next time, everybody.